Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Welcome to Your Life Rocks podcast. I am so glad that you are here to hang out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host of this podcast and your personal success and performance coach. Now, this is the last episode in our series entitled The Overcomer. Over the course of this four-part series, we've heard from amazing women who have been faced with extreme challenges and come out the other side, led by their faith and able to really give back. Now, this series was voted on by our Life Balance Facebook community. I threw up some options for them, asked some choices to have for some mini-series, and having women share stories of how they've faced obstacles in their life and overcome them was one of the things they really wanted to hear from. Now, I invite you to join our Facebook community so you have a voice in this podcast, but not just that, but that you get the tips that you need, the support that you need in order to live a more intentional, balanced life and move closer to your goals in every aspect of who God made you to be. If you're not yet a member of our Facebook group, you can just search Life Balance by Your Life Rocks in Facebook or go to our show notes page and we'll make it easy and have a link for you right there. You can find our show notes page by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash 42. That's just the number 42. Now in this final episode of our series, there's really just so much to unpack and I hope that this speaks to you wherever you are, whether you are facing fear of a career change or maybe you're experiencing loss. Now for this final episode of this series, I'll be honest, it's hard for me to even set it up. The guest that we have on is a friend of mine, a former coworker, really sharing about the unthinkable obstacles that have come up in her life. And I hope that you listen and you really just take some inspiration from the faith that's carried her through. Truthfully, and watching her story unfold over the last couple months has made me a better mom. It's made me not dread bedtime tucking my kids in because it's chaotic and stressful and I'm tired. She's really given me a whole different perspective on life and what really matters and what's truly important. And I hope they get that same message from her and that same inspiration from her that I have. You know, we've called this the Overcomer series, but truly every single episode Every issue that we've dealt with, it's never anything that you truly overcome. Everything that we experience in life is just a journey, and it's a journey that God has us on, and He is right by our side regardless of our situation, regardless of what comes up on our path. And I think that you'll hear that today as we dive into this story. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. Hey guys, I am so excited to introduce you to our guest for this episode. She is someone who I consider to be a dear friend, a mentor, and someone who inspires me every single day. And I'm so excited for you to hear from her, her voice, her heart, and everything she has to share. Her name is Mandy Bowles, and she is extremely successful in a network marketing business. She's been married for 12 years and a mom of two, and she's going to be sharing with us today a little bit about her story that I know will give you hope and inspiration for wherever you are. Mandy, welcome to the show. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be on here. Oh, it's so good to have you on here. I've been wanting to have you on this podcast forever, and I'm so glad that we finally have a time where we can have you share. Like I said in the intro, you are such an inspiration to me and such a great friend, and I know you're going to be able to inspire so many people with your story. So share with us a little bit more about who you are. Okay. Well, um, my name is Mandy, and I'm 34 years old, and I live in a rural community in Illinois where I was born and raised. I um, haven't lived here all my life. I spread my wings a little bit after college, um, but found myself back here five years ago. So I guess my story begins when I was 24 years old. At 22, I was married. Um, right after we got married, we had, only, we had only been together less than a year when we were married, and then um, we were be- became parents, and I think that that's difficult for any young couple So um, with that, you know, we had so many things that we were doing and learning and having a a baby was a struggle, you know, when you're young and you're married and you're facing financial challenges and then trying to get your careers off the ground. And I was just trying to find my place, I guess. So when I was 24, I was really, I felt very fortunate to be blessed with an opportunity to work for a great direct sales company. And I immediately fell in love with the company, um, the opportunity it provided me, because I felt like, you know, um, when I was a mom who was 22 years old and I wasn't in an industry that I loved, I wasn't able to use my degree, I felt like, what what am I going to do? I'm going to be stuck forever, um, you know, not able to really figure out how to balance it all. So when I had that opportunity, I was so grateful. Within four years, was promoted but that opportunity, you know, at that point, I also had another one. I had another little boy. And at that opportunity meant traveling all the time. And so that was such a tough decision because, you know, financially, it was a blessing to help us get out of the credit card debt. But what really meant was telling my babies goodnight on the phone, um, leaving on an airplane every Monday morning. And, you know, it, it seemed like the hardest thing to do. And it was. But I felt like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And that's what I thought at the time. So I did it. Yeah. And, and it's so that's like when you and I met, that is. we had very much the same life. We had both of us, two little boys at home. We were leaving. And again, it was an amazing opportunity, a job that we both love. Yes. Um, and yeah, you know, and the thing I think is, is that there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast that that is their life right now. Like they are probably listening to this downloaded while they're on an airplane or having a commute to their job. Um, and so, you know, I think that this really speaks to a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I kept telling myself, you can, you can do it. It's mental, just, you can do it. You love what you do and you're doing it for your family. And I was, and I feel like most of the people that do those things are doing them with the right intentions. And, um, I think sometimes, you know, we, we fall into feeling like that's the only thing we can do. And that's, you know, that's where I was for quite a while, um, feeling sort of trapped into that lifestyle because that was what I was good at. That's what my background was. And, you know, that's what I love to do. I loved my job. Not many people can say that. So that's how I was able to keep going every day is because I did actually love what I do, love what I did. And, um, I was able to, to make it work. Hmm. Now, when you were kind of going through that period of your time, Mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about life balance. I mean, obviously, Your Life Rocks, this podcast is all about life balance. And sometimes 
life can get really out of balance yes. during that season. It would, like when I knew you and we worked together, that was my unbalanced period and it did not feel very good at all. Could not agree more. Um, you know, it was one thing, it was a little bit different of a role that I had had previously. You know, I had finally figured out how to have somewhat of a balance before I was traveling. And when I hit the road, I really felt like most of my work would be while I was gone and I could come home and be mom and not have to worry so much about the emails and things. But that wasn't the reality. I felt like when I was coming home, um, it was it was difficult to deal with being alone in a hotel room and having that peace and quiet and then coming home and really wanting to spend time and see the kids being tired, um, carrying, you know, the stresses of the week home with me. And then really, honestly, as a mom coming home, even though my husband did a great job, there was a lot of things that I still had to do, like laundry, getting the house clean. So I felt like I was coming home to clean the house and do laundry and get everything ready to go and not able to spend quality time with my kids um, and not truly be in the moment. And then on Sundays, it was literally just getting ready to leave again. So I really struggled with the balance when I was traveling all the time. And then something happened, and you made a decision to make a change for yourself. Right. So share with us a little bit about that. So I remember um, it was – it was starting to get more and more difficult. And then at the time, the company I was working for had actually put forth um, pretty much a four day a week travel week. And which that meant for me with my area being extremely far away, that really meant five days a week. And so I knew something had to give when my kids were telling me how much they hated my job. And um, I, it, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was when Gannon, my oldest, was in third grade, and he came home one day, and he said, well, Mom, it's really hard because I sit in school and think about how my friends get to go home and see their mom, and I don't. And so that's when I knew something had to change, and I actually wasn't pursuing another opportunity, but I had a couple that were put in front of me, and one of them just happened to be working remotely, and I thought, you know, it's still in the industry that I love, and I will give it a shot. If it gets me home, I can do anything. So that's I took a leap of faith and just decided to leave the company that I loved for the opportunity to put my family first. And it mm. didn't quite end up being um, – it didn't end up quite being remote, just remotely. It, some travel was involved with that as well. You know what I love as we're kind of unpacking your story is it really speaks to the fact that, you know, when you just – follow God. Like sometimes you don't know the course that it is going to unfold or what he has for you, but sometimes you have to listen to those cues around you. And I think a lot of people, regardless of what industry they're in or what they do for work, it's so easy to say, I went to school for this, or I've built so much time and energy into this career. And it's not what I thought it would be. It's making me crazy, unbalanced, not the mom I want to be, not the wife I want to be, but they feel so trapped into it because they're so invested. And so I just love the fact that you had the courage to take a jump and to look for something different. And I think it's such an encouragement to people to understand that nothing is finite. Like you're not tied into anything. You always have a choice to do something different. Right. And nothing, um, while, you know, it took a while to find my way, we were fine. You know, we were, we were fine. We made it financially. Nobody starved. You know, we were able to put food on the table. We were able to, there were moments, um, ultimately, I think you'll hear about that in a little bit, but there were moments when things did get tighter because I took another big leap of faith. But um, ultimately, you know, sometimes we can't see what our plan is, but we have to do what we really truly feel is best by, you know, and, and you know it, you know what that is. You get those feelings and it's just taking the steps to follow it. 
Mm. So when you, because I know after you made that leap of faith mm-hmm. and kind of went to do something different, and then you made like a huge leap of faith and left a corporate career to do something kind of entrepreneurial. So when you kind of made that leap, what was that like for you and your family? I mean, did you and your husband, Nick, talk about it? Did Was it something that you just felt led to? Was there fear involved? Share with us a little bit about that experience. That that was probably um, one of the most difficult um, career decisions in my life. It was the most difficult career decision, but I felt like it was one of the most difficult decision I have ever made. Um, in terms of that, I remember I had an offer to work corporately for the, the company of my choice. Um, it was the opportunity of my choice. It couldn't have been laid out any better for me. It did require relocation, which made me a little bit nervous, but it was actually working in an office setting. So I wasn't going to have to be traveling. Um, and I had the opportunity to kind of design my career where I was going. And and it was an amazing company with amazing people. And it just, it hit me because for the past two, three years prior, I had, I kept feeling like, you know, what if I were to take control and do something on my own? What if I could do this? But it never seemed like a possibility because that meant laying my income behind and starting at ground zero and being the breadwinner. It didn't seem like it was something remotely possible. It actually seemed crazy, but the idea would not leave me alone. And so I told my husband, I said, you know, what if I don't take this job and I sign up independently with the company as a distributor? I really believe I can replace my income in just a few short months. And the first thing he said was, you live in rural America. Like, I don't think, you know, I don't know if we're in the right position for that to happen and I kept, I brought it up one more time and he's like, look, I know you can do anything you set your mind to. And so it, it just became a lot of planning, you know, running some numbers, running some figures to see what I needed to do if I were to make that happen. And it was a really tough decision because it was, it was basically a, a career opportunity that I would choose or the lifestyle going forward to create the the legacy for my family that I would choose because my husband was also traveling at the time too. So I was hopeful and I made it my plan to be able to bring him home as well. I love that. And I I love that Nick's first reaction was kind of like, no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because really, I mean, it's so funny. And this is why I love Mandy so much is that our stories are very mirrored. I mean, very, very similar. We obviously, we met each other doing the exact same job. We both had little boys. um, And she's always been like that one half step ahead of me. So it's been such an encouragement for me as I walk through my career watching Mandy and the decisions that she's made and just how it all unfolds. I remember when I um, made a similar decision to step out and the same thing. It felt like it was the Holy Spirit just constantly putting it in my ear. This could be for you. This could be for you. But that fear of the security and laying that all down. And I remember the first time I went to my husband and talked to him about it. He had the exact same reaction, like kind of not didn't say that I was crazy, but kind of like that would be a foolish thing to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing how the Holy Spirit just kind of works things and puts things into action when we have faith to step forward. And the odd thing was, I remember meeting a lady right before the decision happened. Probably she was put in my life about a week before things started to transpire. And I remember when I was up, because there was a two-week period when I was trying to make the decision, do I accept the job or do I decline it and join independently as a distributor and build my own business and live the life that I've preached for years? And I was up in the middle of the night praying, thinking, and praying, and thinking, and 
at four o'clock in the morning, I saw a post um, from this woman and the post just spoke volumes to me about, you know, what to do. That's what you love to do. Um, go out and do it. And so I really felt like, you know, she was put in my life at that opportunity, that opportune moment. So she could give me that cue to do what I needed to do. Mm, I love it. And it's so funny because you gave me very similar to advice to that. I remember the day that I gave notice to my corporate career, I was having an anxiety attack just about like it was so official making the decision and I was having an anxiety attack and I sent you a text message and I think you sent me a text message back very, very similar to that. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about paying it forward, right? It is. It is. And you never know who, who you're supposed to meet and at what um, role you're going to be playing in their life, but it is for sure. And certainly you hit the jump and God's opened an amazing parachute for you because you've had such amazing success in your business, which I think is such a testament to, you know, faith of just taking that step forward and what can be for you. Right. Um, I literally, I remember fear did get in the way for a couple of days, I would say. So I, I literally turned an offer down on, I think, September 15th. I joined independently as a distributor, I think, September 18th of last year, knowing that I had to set out to replace my income as quickly as possible. Um, it wasn't like there was thousands of dollars in the bank. We had lost a lot of money on a house when we had just moved five or four years prior. And so it wasn't like there was this huge safety net for me to say, oh, I'll take my time. It had to happen. And I had to like start making money immediately. So with that, I, I did. I, I did struggle the first few days. I, I thought, okay, you know, um, I'll just reach out to a few people and people will be excited for me and they'll want to support me. And that wasn't the case. And so it, it started to scare me just slightly. And then I um, quickly, I know my husband said, I know you can do this. He said, but I'm not, you know, nothing seems to be happening and you're not being bold and you're not proclaiming it on social media. And it really got under my skin. So, um, you know, nobody's ever really had to motivate me. I've always been a self-motivator, but just knowing, you know, that I, I had to do it. It was go time. And there was nobody else that could do it except for me. And the, 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 my family depended on it. So I jumped in all in and with, you know, within my second, at the end of my second month, I was making more monthly than my first salary job out of college. And then, um, six months in, I replaced my former corporate salary. So, yeah, oh, that's so awesome. But it was just deciding, like deciding I'm going to do it. And, you know, there's obstacles each and every day. Um, and it's just about how you overcome them. I think that that's amazing. And I, you know, I think that there's so many people who are sitting there thinking like, what if, what if, what if. And, you know, I think that God's just got so much more for us that if he's put that desire in your heart to do something that taking that jump and just seeing what happens. And I always say, looking back in hindsight, like things just come together, God's vision, his plan. It's so amazing when you look backwards at it, but when you're looking forwards at it, it can seem really scary and not make any sense. So share with us a little bit on kind of what's happened with your family since you've made mm -hmm. that, that move and how God's really shown up. Okay. So I feel like, you know, a lot of times we want to do things and as humans, we want to do things because we can see what the outcome looks like. But going back, you know, biblically, that's not what faith is. Faith is believing in something that we cannot see. So, you know, when you, you go out on a limb of faith, you have to go out on it boldly and full force. So, um, which I did. 
And, you know, I'm really grateful for what it provided. It gave me the opportunity to be be the mom I had wanted to be. And, you know, it wasn't perfect, but I was making strides to be a better mom each and every day. Um, you know, we were really excited and looking forward to the summer. Uh, the summer, my husband was, he was also promoted in this early spring, and he was traveling to Canada almost weekly. And it was becoming more and more difficult on the boys and, you know, just having the struggle of him being away. But there was always the hope knowing that in the summer, I was going to be able to have replaced both of our incomes and bring him home to join me in the business. And so, um, you know, with anything, with any effort, there are things along the way that will set you back. And, you know, I, I've had that, you know, I've had people in, in my business that I had counted on to promote, which would ultimately promote me. And, you know, then they quit. That happens. That's how the network marketing business is. It's not about that. It's about how you always are building and you're always recovering from that. So, you know, those things had happened, but it wasn't, it wasn't getting in my way. It was, wasn't keeping us from making our plan and our goal. And then, um, you know, things were really looking great. Like June 30th was going to be the day that, you know, I had, promoted again, my husband had promoted again, and we would have replaced both incomes. And so I was really feeling great about that. Actually, I'd gone out on my morning walk. Um, it was the first day of the summer. Um, when I say that, you know, we, my husband and I hadn't been, been home on the boys' last day of school, which um, I hadn't been traveling, except I had made a quick trip to go see a new teammate in Virginia for a couple of days. So I missed the boys' last day of school, not intentionally. I'd actually booked the flight and found out 20 minutes later that they had moved the last day of school up a week. So, um, But I had just gotten back from seeing a friend, and so it was the first Monday of their summer vacation, and it was so exciting what I was going to be able to do with the boys that summer, um, and which would have been this past summer. I was so excited. There was so much opportunity. I'd never had the freedom to just do whatever I wanted. I always had to worry about a conference call or, you know, leaving for a few days. And it wasn't like I could just give them the summer I'd always wanted to give them. So this was the year. And it was Monday morning. I remember um, Gannon, the 11-year-old, woke up early. He was the first one out of bed. And we spent some time with him on the couch. He had a plan. He was my boy with the plan. Each and every day, he knew exactly what he wanted to do. So he was going fishing with my dad. And he called him. And, you know, my, my dad came and picked him up at 930. But before that, they cleaned their room. We played. The boys had a little brotherly argument. Lots, you know, the normal stuff. Like the normal stuff each and every day that I'm sure many of you as parents can totally relate to. And so I was taking my walk, getting my thoughts together for my business, planning out my following month because I like to do that towards the end of the month is kind of get a jump start on the following. And um, I got a text message from a friend of Gannon's who, and the mother had asked him to come over and, and I had a little, you know, you know, a little bit of a hesitation. Um, but it, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you sometimes as parents always worry and, you know, you try not to, but you always think about things. And so I, I figured that's, that was the case. And that's what I was doing that day. So um, my, my husband had called my dad and said, bring the boys home at one thirty or one o'clock. And they're, they're each going to a friend's house this afternoon. So when I got home from the walk, that's, you know, that plan set into action and Gannon went to a friend's and I was sitting at the kitchen table. That's where I like to work because I can see outside. And I was working and I was making some calls. And I got the phone call around 5.20 on a Monday um, that my son had been in an accident. And he was in an ATV accident. 
and he lost his life immediately. And so that forever changed us and it's forever changed the course of our lives. So, you know, it just one minute, then your life is so different from what it had been the minute prior. So um, that's, that's what, you know, ultimately happened. But, you know, we, we did immediately feel the presence of the Lord with us and um, he's been with us ever since. Mm. You know, it, it's such the unthinkable, such the unthinkable, just living with such hope and anticipation of what is going to be. And then to be so blindsided with what I can imagine would be the most painful thing anyone would ever have to experience in their entire life. I, I remember that day and had just my heart breaking and I actually called in sick to work because I was just so heartbroken for you and your family and knowing the summer that you had planned for them. But I think that's so amazing about your story, Mandy, is the way that God has shown up and the way that God has really worked through both you and Nick to move so many people closer to him through what happened. And looking back at that precious time that God gave you with him just by you being courageous enough to trusting in him and taking that step. And, you know, for me watching your journey, that has made me a better mom. It's made me a better friend. It's made me a better wife because you, you always hear like tomorrow's not promised and, but it, it becomes such white noise. But then when you experience it or watch it through something that you guys have really experienced firsthand it it makes a, such a profound effect just on how precious life is and how amazing our God is. It 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 truly does. And, you know, we all know that live every day to the fullest. You never know what may happen. But um, knowing knowing that I had that time with him and knowing I was able to do lots of things that I wouldn't normally do with the boys, I'm so thankful for. So um, and, and God did show up. I, I think immediately, you know, my husband had always been. He he'd always believed in God, but never fully accepted him into his life. And he did last August in 2015. And I remember that was probably one of the first things, because, you know, I think with me, I had everybody handles things differently. And I think I was in a lot of shock, you know, like, oh, my gosh, this is. And, and you know, I think people say, oh, you, you know, people don't get more than they're able to handle. God will never give somebody more than they can handle. And I always felt like we had overcome so much anyway. Um, I had just had a conversation with my mom a few weeks before the accident saying we were on the verge of big things because we had we had overcome so many things. We had overcome marriage obstacles, marriage crises, you know, like having a, a little one right out of college and still been able to manage successful careers. And, you know, but we had lots of things that had happen, you know, not being able to sell our house, losing thousands upon thousands of dollars. And I felt like, you know, things were bound to turn for the good. And that's, I remember recalling that so vividly, like things are going to change. And, you know, when at that time thinking that great things were about to happen, the worst thing ever could possibly happen, happened to us. And um, then I felt, you know, I know a lot of people when they experience loss, they lose their marriage over the whole situation. And I just remember being so thankful that um, Nick was in a different place with his relationship with the Lord, but still praying, knowing that, you know, that's when Satan likes to come in is when people are at their weakest moments. So just knowing that um, 
had the accident happened one year prior, then, you know, there's a good chance that it would have taken the whole family instead of, you know, we've, we've lost our boy, but we are able to um, give Gunner the, the cohesive family that he deserves. That's amazing. Amazing. The series of that we're in with this podcast is called Overcomer. And I was thinking about this, even with the other episodes that we've had in this series, they're not topics that you really ever overcome. I mean, we've talked about depression and fear and pain. Those things are always going to be part of life and especially a loss of a child. I mean, that's not something I would imagine anyone would ever really overcome from. But you guys seem to be moving through it with such grace. And like I said, really being a testimony for people, if someone's listening to this podcast and maybe they're going through a loss or grieving, what advice would you have for them about moving forward? I think the key, and I, I still, you know, every day is, is struggle. I mean, we're almost four months into it since the accident, but every day is a struggle. But I think the thing we have to remember is we have to keep our eye on the Lord and we have to keep our eye on the prize. And we know um, that's that's the ultimate goal. Like Gannon is in a place where ultimately we all should want to be and that's everybody's goal. And so for, for us to be reunited, we just have to keep our own eye on the Lord and follow in faith and do everything we can each day to make Gannon proud. Whether, you know, I know there's lots of debate on whether they see us or whether they can't see us, but, um, you know, just honoring his life is our goal. Hmm. Well, you guys are certainly doing that. I know, you know, as a family, watching you guys on social media, which I highly encourage anybody to follow Mandy on Facebook, just the way her story is unfolding across Facebook so transparently. They're very open about their journey, and I think it's ministering to so many people. And so I just encourage everybody to follow her on social because she really does share very transparently, but it's very uplifting, very positive. I know you guys have spent um, a lot of time on vacation as a family, really spending a lot of time together, really cherishing each and every single day. Um, what's that been like for you guys? So it, it's been very, it's been bittersweet because, you know, we knew that the key to um, moving forward was finding things to do to keep us busy, um, giving Gunner, because he just turned nine. It was actually... Um, let's say eight days after Gannon's accident, he turned nine and had his ninth birthday. And the reality really hit in. Like he will spend more time with us at home um, without Gannon than he did with him. And so knowing that each day we have to, you know, be thankful and be appreciative that we have him and make his life the best that we can. That's been what's kept us going. So we did, we had the ability, my husband's job at the time was very flexible. They gave him a, a decent amount of time off and, we decided instead of taking our vacation in Florida, we were going to hit Florida up in one week in July and go back um, two weeks after that. But we decided to just, you know, spend two and a half weeks in Florida, just kind of, you know, that was Gannon's favorite place to go and just really focusing on doing things as a family and getting used to our new life because that's all, you know, we will never, um, I wouldn't say overcome the loss but we will learn how to live differently. And that's what we're doing each day. So learning how to live differently with purpose and intention to add value to people is our ultimate goal. And so it's been, it's been really great to have that time and to have that flexibility. And it gave us a lot of time to reflect and decide what's next. As a mom and as a businesswoman, and you're moving through this whole situation and just so many different levels, I'm sure what things have helped you 
stay together and keep moving forward just in yourself? Like what things are you doing to pour into you to make sure that you're able to provide for your son and your husband and still grow your amazing business? Right. I think early on, um, it was very evident to me that sitting or laying in bed was not going to get me anywhere. And I, I realized, you know, I could wake up every morning and that was the first thing on my mind. And I'm not saying to put it in the back of your mind and not to think about it, but it's a lot easier to think about it when you're up, showered, dressed and ready for the day than laying in bed. So getting out of bed and getting dressed every day, like that, you know, and I know life is going to throw so many curves balls throughout the course. And it's just a matter of progressing and moving forward. Keep moving. I think that's the big thing for us is just get going, get going every day. Um, for me, uh, it was hard to exercise. And, you know, it wasn't that I didn't want to, it was just, I was thinking all day, like thinking all day about what happened and, you know, what I could have done differently and still trying to be able to be a support to my team, given the, the business, a business of positivity, it was a struggle to get back on track. I knew I was committed. I just didn't know how to go about it. it my life was so different. So um, just really taking that step, getting, getting back out there and not, not being a hermit, not, you know, not always staying in the house, being able to be a part of socialization and, you know, doing things to make people feel good. And so one of the things that happened, um, some friends of ours actually started the Gannon's Random Act of Kindness during the week of his passing. So on the, his service today, everybody through social media was encouraged to do a Random Act of Kindness in honor of Gannon and hashtag it. So seeing those Random Acts of Kindness really helped us significantly because it was so reflective of the kid that he was. And um, just knowing that that was making him, you know, that would make him happy. And we could do more things to be like Gannon each and every single day. So really thinking about the things that he loved and the things that he would have wanted to do and accomplish if he were here with us. And I love that the Random Act of Kindness campaign, like it was meant just to be like a day or the weekend. Um, I know our family participated in it, but it's it's like it just keeps going, yes. which I love to see it just popping up everywhere. And even the other day, my younger son did a random act of kindness and he was like, do we post that on social? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> but I just love that it just continued on. And to think about how many people have been blessed and impacted is, is just amazing. Yes. And, you know, and that's one of the things we love it so much. It wasn't our idea, um, but it was so reflective of Gannon. And, you know, it gives honor to him. He would come home from school and want to give his shoes to a little boy at school that had shoes that were falling apart. And this happened so many times. That was just who he was. And so he liked to do things to make people feel good and to help people. He was so focused on helping others. And so it is, we try to live our lives each day like Gannon and think, what would Gannon do? Um, he would want to help people and give to people. And he had a heart of gold. And so we've continued it. We'd love to see it become a movement, not just a moment. And we have some plans in place to keep it moving. And, um, you know, around his birthday here next month, being able to take it to a larger scale. So if someone's listening to this and they want to do a random act of kindness in his honor, what would they, what would you suggest for them to do? Um, just simply, you know, we have cards available. You can connect with me over social media or you can um, send me a message or you can just simply do a random act of kindness and hashtag it um, Gannon, G-A-N-N-O-N-S and then R-A-O-K. And that is the hashtag for Gannon's Random Act of Kindness. We do look through those and we see them and it means a lot, um, you know, telling the story of the little boy that 
loved people and loved to give. And he lost his life in May. And to honor him, that you're doing a random act of kindness. And the only thing you ask is that they pass it forward. And so we'd love to see more of that in this community, in the country, and globally. Mm, I love that. And I'll make sure that we link to that on the show notes page as well, so that if you didn't get that hashtag, that you can get it there. And just, you know, really, it's about sharing for that movement, but then also just the spirit of it. So more random act of kindness for sure. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful. Well, Mandy, you have shared so much amazing and wisdom of moving forward and just really inspiration. I think there's a lot of people who are listening to this that you've really been able to minister to, whether it's that they're in a career that they feel like they need to take a leap of faith from and they're scared or that they're experiencing loss and just the grace that you've been able to move through that. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. You're so welcome. Now, before we let you go, one thing that we do every single episode, because this is a podcast for Christian women, and it's my heart's desire that the Word of God really becomes not just something that we read on Sunday or have in a morning devotional, but really becomes words that we live by. So share with us a Bible verse that really means something to you that's impacted your life. Would love to. So when um, when Gannon passed, you know, that was one of the things that first comes to mind is what was his favorite Bible verse. And he loved Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And we, we talked about that often. You know, Gannon, you know, heard from Nick and I very frequently that he was able to do anything he wanted as long as he set his mind to it and worked towards it each day, no matter what his goal was. That's what he ultimately could focus on the Lord and be able to, to pray about it and work for it, and he could expect to achieve it. So um, when you're faced with a difficult situation, whether, you know, all situations are different, but ours being lost, we know that we can still move forward and accomplish amazing things as long as we keep our eye on the Lord and, you know, focus each and every single day for him and for his glory. So that's what we've done moving forward. We've really clung to that verse because um, we decided, you know, in July that we would be a stay-at-home family. So we know that through all things we can do through Christ, Philippians 4.13. Mm, I love it. I love it. Well, if someone wants to follow you, get to know you more, where can they learn more about you? They can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm Mandy, M-A-N-D-Y. My name on Facebook is Mandy and then Reed, R-E-E-D hyphen Bowles, B-O-L-E-S. So that's one way to find me. And I'm also on Instagram. It's Mandy with an underscore and then Bowles, B-O-L-E-S. Awesome. And we will link to both Facebook and Instagram on our show notes. And I highly recommend, again, for you guys to follow Mandy. She has an amazing life that she just shares very transparently. It's very uplifting, very encouraging. So I think it's something that we all need more of in our life. Well, Mandy, thanks so much for coming on. It was so great having you on and just catching up, hearing your voice. And thank you for sharing your spirit with us. You are so welcome. Thanks so much for having me on and blessings to all. And there you have it. Mandy is just such an inspiration of a strong, beautiful woman of faith, beautiful inside and out. I truly hope that you do follow her on social media, follow her journey, and do a random act of kindness and use that hashtag, Gannon's R-O-A-K. We should all be doing more random acts of kindness anyway, right? So do it in his honor. Use the hashtag so Mandy, Nick, and her family can really see that, that you're honoring him. So starting next week, we go back to our regular flow of this podcast where you are going to be getting tips, tricks, action items, things to move you forward towards goals in all areas of your life. This podcast is for Christian working moms 
to help you grow in your faith, your marriage, your family, your career, your health, your finances, your home, and have a little bit of fun with your friends all the while. I hope that you come and hang out with us inside of our Facebook group. Every single day, we focus on growing you closer to a different goal that you have in a different area of your life. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, make sure you hit subscribe so you do not miss a single one of our upcoming episodes. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.